What's up, everybody, and welcome to the podcast, Dog Mom Mentality, where we strive to play with dogs and not emotions. I am your virtual bestie, Caroline, and I have my furry friend here, Layla, and we are going to give you a break from your day to talk about all things dogs and emotional well-being. If you have ever been emotionally affected by your dog, then this is the podcast for you. Hello, hello. Hello. <laughs> I this is this is going to be a bit of a different episode. It's just like I'm starting off that way. I'm getting right into it. It's just going to be a different episode because I don't have an agenda for this episode other than I'm going to be processing some stuff. And honestly, you might be getting some more of these types of episodes throughout the remainder of the year and I just feel like I am at a point in my life in my dog ownership journey that I'm just having a lot of realizations and like maybe like I don't want to call it wisdom because that just like sounds really like heavy and overloaded but like I just feel like I have a lot of like different perspectives to give but it's all came through this like healing journey that I've been on because of having Layla as my dog because of having Layla as as my dog who challenged me who made me think about so many things differently in the world who like challenges me to be playful and like just try out new things and it's opened me up to so many different people and conversations and things that I just like never even anticipated and she is just walking around right now being just curious and cute and she's probably gonna get into trouble but oh my gosh she looks so freaking cute whenever she wags her little tail at me oh my god I love her um anyways (laughs) so this episode is kind of coming from two two different places one is that and I guess it's, oh my gosh, Layla just laid on my lap. So cute. Uh, the, these are the moments that I wish I like video recorded some of our, or my, my solo episodes because she just gets so cute whenever she lays on me. Okay. Anyways, I digress about Layla's cuteness. I just freaking love her. But this episode is coming out of like two, two different places. So one is that I have not had a lot of time to pitch new guests to be on the podcast, but I also came into this season of the podcast or like this year of the podcast wanting to do more solo episodes. And so I guess it kind of all works out anyways. Um, Actually, this week and next week, maybe even the week after is going to be a solo episode, which is pretty cool. Um, but this episode is also just coming from a place of like, I've been going through some shit, basically. A lot of like, hard things, a lot of like, not being in alignment, a lot of just kind of like emergencies popping up. And it's been chaotic, and very draining and exhausting. And I've also just been going through a lot of like, mindset shifts on like what interests me what what I want to like talk about what I care about I don't want to say what I care about but like things are starting to like 
interests me more than what previously interests me, which I feel like, I mean, that's just like part of life. But because I have built a platform around dogs, (laughs) like I'm just not as interested in dog training anymore as I am in like these big like healing topics or like wellness topics or like emotional topics and dog ownership which I guess has always been an interest but for a while I was going through a lot of like really heavy training with Layla for her reactivity and so a lot of my my stuff really revolved around her being like a reactive dog and that's just not the case anymore and like not that that stuff doesn't interest me I'm just having new interests come up that are more appealing and are more aligned with like where my life is at the moment. But I will get more in on that later, okay? <laughs> but I guess like the first the first thing that I want to talk about, the first thing I want to like just process because okay, let's let's wind wind back a bit. So the past, I would say month I would say like the whole month of February has been chaotic and a lot and hard and weird. Like I just don't even know how to describe it other than like it's been a lot and it's been like just one thing after another. And part of that is personal. Part of that is like work related and like my mindset around work stuff and part of that is kind of this like mindset shift that I've been going through for dog mom mentality and kind of like how I want to I don't want to say like pivot my content but that's that's kind of where it's coming to anyways um and so I just like had a lot of stuff going on and I wasn't really Well, I kept, like, telling myself, like, I don't have time to process any of this. Like, I just need to keep going, going, going. Like, I just need to keep doing, keep, keep going. There were, like, constantly things, like, popping up. And, like, it would disrupt me from, like, allowing myself time to process or heal or journal or, like, meditate or do, do whatever, like, self-care I needed to do. It just felt like I was constantly, like, one thing after another kept popping up and I just had to keep, like, going, 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 putting fires out, like, doing this, doing that, marking this off my to-do list. And then it was, like, okay, now, the like, the next day here or now the next week is here. And then it was, like, okay, another fire came up, another emergency. This is going on. This is going on. We have to go do this. And so it just felt very packed And I didn't really give myself any time to, like, process it or, like, decompress at all. And, like, last week, I basically got to where my nervous system was a complete and utter mess. I haven't felt this way since probably 2020. It's probably been a full three years where I had felt that, like, unregulated um my gosh I hope you guys can't hear this but Layla is licking the lotion off my arm right now (laughs) um anyways I just felt so unregulated I felt absolutely awful it even got to the point that I was having panic attacks and I haven't had a panic attack in 
since 2020. And I had like two of them because my body was just holding on to like so much like emotions basically that I wasn't allowing myself to like get out of my body and like release that energy and like move through it basically and it was really hard for me because I felt like I wasn't practicing what I preach and I was honestly making myself feel guilty for not like doing the self-care doing the journaling doing like the things to help me because I know what to do to help me I just wasn't doing it because I kept like putting it off as more fires came up, as more chaos came about. And it was like I would get so drained at the end of the day that all I wanted to do was sleep. And I even started to feel like a lot of the same kind of depression symptoms coming on that I felt last year, which is something that I will get into a little bit um, later in the episode. But I I just – like I, I knew – shit was going on like I knew I was in a bad place for for myself for my my mental health for my body for my mind like all of the things were just in a bad place um and so this past week I guess so this was I'm I'm recording this on a Sunday so this this past week or I guess two weeks ago I was like I can feel all of this coming up in my body I am going to take the next Friday off. So that was this past Friday. And I am so glad that I did because the week leading up, like this past week leading up to the Friday that I was going to have off was the most chaotic thing I have ever, like the most chaotic week I've ever been in. Um, And that this past week is whenever I had those panic attacks because I just knew well, one, I just was storing a lot of energy up in my body, but then some of the personal things that had happened were true, like just troublesome. Like it, it triggered a lot of past things in me. And like, I, I had a lot of guilt because I felt like I was running around with, um, I was running around like a chicken with his head cut off, I think is the saying. Like, I felt guilty for not taking care of myself. I was doing so much that I wasn't taking as much care, like doing as much for Layla um, in terms of like playing with her, training her, like walking her, etc. And that made me feel really guilty. But there were just some things that came up that gave me a lot of anger and gave me a lot of like resentment and jealousy. And come Friday, I just was so, so, so thankful that I had already planned to take the day off. So this is what I did. <laughs> um, I I started off the day by doing just a really long walk with Layla. And it was so nice. It was very pretty outside. I tried to stay off social media like as much as possible. Um, I didn't check anything from work. So I took her for a super long walk. And I came back in and I journaled my little heart out and I use the growing and healing journal that I developed for dog owners I utilize that pretty frequently but in this case I just free wrote because I I like I just knew I had a lot to like just get out of my head get out of my body and I swear to god I have the journal in front of me and I probably wrote like (laughs) seven eight pages worth of just like whatever came to mind 
And after that, I started to feel a lot better. Like I wasn't having, I I literally felt like some of the physical symptoms I was having kind of relieve as I was journaling. Like the more that I journaled, the less that my head was hurting, the less that my hips were hurting. I store like a lot of stuff in my hips and it made me feel so much better. And then I took a huge nap. I took a super long nap um, because it was, it was kind of like draining to, to get a lot of that energy out um, and to, to process some of that stuff. And then on Friday evening, I had my first ever acupuncture appointment and that was a trip. And this next part might be a little too like hippie woo woo for some people, but honestly, I, I'm really starting to get into some of this stuff (laughs) and I have never experienced anything like what I have whenever I was getting this acupuncture done. So I've always wanted to get acupuncture. It's something that interests me. But the way that they did it was something that I had never heard of. So I've been into meditation for a really long time. And I've always heard of some people talk about getting into like your theta brainwaves while you are meditating. And it's basically just a really deep state of consciousness. And so I I went and got acupuncture done and it was a community acupuncture and it was cheaper. And since it was my first time getting acupuncture, I just wanted to go like the cheaper option and like I don't care to be around other people. Um, So I was like, okay, sign me up. It was literally only $35. And I was like, okay, that's I feel like that's really cheap compared to like the single acupuncture visit is like I think $160. So I was like, okay, I I will just like do the $35 one, the community style for this first time just to like see what happens. And so the room that they do it in or that this um, holistic practice does the community acupuncture in also has this frequency going on that like stimulates you into like the theta brain waves, which is sub- supposed to get you like the really deep consciousness. Um, and I've heard of people going into this state before and like that's where they're really able to get like a lot of these big realizations and like like call stuff in and like figure out their life purpose and like this really just like crazy stuff. Um, like if you're ever trying to do like inner child work, like sometimes people try to get into this state to like see their past selves and like tell them, tell their little child self that they're like, okay. And like, I don't know, different things like that. It's like I said, it's a little hippie woo woo, but I'm, I'm really starting to get into that kind of stuff. Um, so anyways, I didn't realize that it was in this room, um, with like the, this frequency going on to get you into this theta brain wave pattern. Um, but I went in and like, they were telling me about it and they're like, okay, you're going to, you know, be in there with three to four other people. You will get acupuncture on like your arms and your legs and your feet. Um, and then this frequency is, is going to be playing like while you're in there and while the needles are in you, you will just like lay there and basically like meditate for like 45 minutes. So I was like, okay, cool. Like that's honestly fine. Like literally 
all I've wanted to do is just like sit and be and think for like the past like three weeks. So like I'm so down for this. <laughs> like please just give me time to just like sit there and be and think and like wonder and I don't know, just literally do nothing basically. Like I I was so happy to just be doing nothing. Um, and they were telling me like this frequency and like the theta brainwaves like do a lot. Like they will put you in like this really awesome place and like people come out of it with all of this like really cool stuff. So I'm like, okay, whatever. Like I, I will believe it whenever I see it. And I went in, they did like, they put the acupuncture um, like needles in me, which did not hurt at all. I feel like that's probably the main question whenever you go to get acupuncture is does it hurt? And it did not hurt at all. Like I honestly barely felt the needles, um, whenever she, she put them in me. And then once they were there, like you didn't feel them at all. So like it does not hurt. Um, and she did some on like both of my wrists, um, my shin, and my feet and my ankles, like the the tops of my feet. And the reason that she did it on my shin was because I went in telling her that I had just started my period. And she was like, I don't know, something about this point on your shin like helps blood flow. I, I really don't know all the science. But anyways, I was sitting there for like, you know, 45 minutes and they told you to go in with like an intention because you're obviously just going to be like laying there for, you know, 45 minutes to an hour. So like go, go in with an intention. So I went in like thinking about some of this anger and resentment and jealousy that I had going in, like that I was dealing with from things that had just came up this past month. Um, and I went in thinking about that. And while I was in there, and this is like the super duper hippie woo woo part, (laughs) I had some past things come up from my childhood. And it was like places that I had tried to get to before because like I do recognize some of the things that happened in my past have really had an impact on me like in my thought patterns and the way I see things and like the way I view myself sometimes and like my like what I think I can and can't do and I don't know just like a lot of stuff and I've tried to get into that place before to like clear some of that and like move past it basically and I've never been able to get to it through like meditation or talking to like therapists or whatever. But while I was in there, I like felt like I was able to really talk to my childhood self and like really, it was basically like, I, I felt like this was like the, the like inner child work that I needed, which is really wild to think about. And I did not expect to like get to this place because I don't even know how this like connects to some of the things that I've been going through um, here recently because I just, I don't know, they just don't really have anything to do with like the stuff that came up. But anyways, they did. It was wild. I feel like this woo-woo person now, but I just can't believe that it came up. But anyways, what I was going to say is... I had this like repeating 
saying that came up like while I was meditating or just laying there whatever you want to whatever you want to consider me doing (laughs) and it was I I just kept telling myself like you are safe you are safe you are safe you are safe like it just kept coming up and um I I don't know like why that kept coming up but I'm taking it as a sign that the things that are about to either come up in my life, the things I'm about to try to do, like the opportunities that might come up, um, any like tests or challenges, like that you are safe is going to be probably really important if I had to guess. Um, and I've even like in the past like day or two since that's happened, I've seen it come up and be like, me me think of something and then just be like oh you are safe and then i'm totally fine and it's it's so weird it's so crazy and it's i don't know i've never had like this woo woo stuff like be so prominent but it is and it's wild <laughs> but the thing was is ever since i have felt a totally i have felt like a totally different person prior to this I was feeling really depressed, really exhausted, um, really like agitated and frustrated and angry and jealous and like out of alignment and just like not in my flow, not in my zone at all. And then the next morning, so Saturday morning, um, I woke up feeling extremely happy, super motivated, energetic, like just a totally new person. And I don't know if it's like everything that I did, if it was like specifically like the acupuncture and the frequency that they were playing. Like I had some really great conversations with my husband, Bobby on like Friday while I was journaling and like kind of working through some stuff. But like either way, I, I did the damn thing and like, I'm feeling so much better And so, but like the reason that I'm still kind of processing some of these things is because I feel like to kind of just like wrap it all up, I needed to do like this verbal process through, through the podcast on the microphone and share it with other people basically to see if, or not even to see, but just like to share and like, maybe this helps somebody, maybe they find it relatable the who knows who knows (laughs) anyways I'm just like putting all of this out there to help myself work through it but hopefully also help somebody else okay so enough of the woo-woo stuff because that whole experience was very hippie woo-woo like almost like I guess spiritual it was crazy to me but I would definitely do it again (laughs) I would definitely try it again. Like, I'm probably going to go back this Friday. (laughs) But anyways, I seriously, like, I don't know if I would be in this place if it weren't for Layla. Because she put me in my, like, truest form of, like, not, not being myself. Not being, like... The person who can like work through challenges and just 
be like that bitch and like that that girl and like that it girl and like not taking care of myself and I guess it's like not all because of her but it like kind of she was in the mirror to kind of like show me that like I just was in not a great place and like a lot of the like resentment and anger and frustration that I had due to like how she behaved in our relationship and her reactivity it was really like a mirror of like what I needed to work on and I think at first it was like a lot of my just like how I manage my emotions um and then it really turned into like my mental health and then it's really turned into now on like you know, overcoming limiting beliefs and like what I, what I tell myself, what I can and can't do and like my thought patterns and my habits and like me actually taking care of myself because that means that I'm the, like that's when I'm the best version of myself is like when I do, do things to truly help me. But I don't think I ever would have gotten to that place if she didn't initially like mirror back to me, like or show me how how frustrated and how angry and how truly resentful I could get as a person. I wouldn't be in the place I was today if I didn't have her as my dog to put me th- through the, some of those challenges and like mirror things back to me. And it wouldn't have like initiated all of this like mental health, emotions, like emotional intelligence, like healing, all of this for me. Um And it's really, truly freaking crazy, just like full circle, is that I, whenever I was in like probably freshman or sophomore year of college, so way before Layla, um, I followed some of these influencers because, well, one of them had red hair, (laughs) like the same color hair as me. And I just thought this girl was like the most beautiful girl ever. And I remember that she taught me, or like she didn't teach me personally, but she like showed her followers how she dyed her eyebrows. And she showed her followers how she like gave herself a fake tan being like with red hair because it's really hard to like match your your hair and your eyebrows with red hair. And it's really hard to like get a good tan and like not look super orange as a redhead. Anyways, what I'm getting at is that I have always followed this girl and like she's always been like an influencer to me and this was way before Layla. It's so freaking crazy because now this girl has a podcast and she has had some of my favorite podcasters in the like holistic health world wellness manifestation like spiritual business entrepreneur emotions like okay all of that stuff that I'm like super interested in she's now friends with all of those people and I'm just like what a freaking coincidence that like this girl like I how even long ago was that not 10 years I don't know maybe like seven years ago she was like the biggest influencer to me and then now all of these like other people that I look up to and like an entrepreneur sense, a health and wellness sense, like spiritual, holistic sense, 
like all of the these other things that interest me, like they're all now like running around in the same group. Like they're all friends. They're like, it's just wild to me. Okay, I digress. That was like honestly kind of a tangent. But if you get anything out of this podcast episode, it's that you also need a break sometimes. And it's so easy to look at our dogs and think, oh my gosh, I I haven't given them like lots of sniff time or a good walk or played with them. They haven't been able to decompress and they have had a really tough few days. Whether you guys have been traveling or like maybe you went to the vet, whatever it is, it's so easy to recognize like for us dog owners that our dog is stressed and they need to decompress. Why is it so hard for us to see that same thing in ourselves and for us to just keep going, going, going until we are literally at the point of like breaking with either panic attacks or you're irritable or whatever it is. Like, why do we get to that place before we're finally like, oh yeah, like I I think I might need to take a day off or like, yeah, I might need to take a break or I might need to take a nap. If If you get anything out of this podcast episode, Let it be that it's okay to schedule in days like ahead of time to say I'm going to take a break this day so that things don't keep piling up to the point that I'm like literally breaking and yelling at everybody and having panic attacks because we do that for our dog, right? We're like, oh, they've had a few past few, like past few days have been stressful you know, whatever it is, they need to decompress. Like I am going to 100% make sure that they get their decompression time. Okay, we need to do that for ourselves. And that's my challenge for you is that sometime in the month of March, just go ahead, plan out a day that you're going to take off work, that you're going to do something for yourself, that like you're going to do some self-care. I don't care what it is. Just make sure that you have some decompression time for yourself sometime in the month of March and like do do it right now do it literally right now (laughs) I, I I dare you pause this podcast episode get on your work calendar plan some out of office time (laughs) and even if you don't think that you're like gonna need it even if you're like ah I'm not gonna be stressed in the month of March no, you you may be, who knows? Like you just don't know what the universe is going to throw at you. Just go ahead and plan in that day. Just build it in. Build it in as a little like reset, self-care, decompression day for yourself because I'm sure I'm sure you probably need it. And even if you don't think you need it, you're just going to be so thankful whenever that day comes. And maybe you'll be like me where you're thinking ahead of time and you do plan out that day. And then the week before ends up being a total shit storm. And then that like Friday comes or that day comes and you're like, thank God I did this for myself because that was me this past Friday. So yeah, if you get anything out of this podcast episode, let it be to also give yourself a decompression time before it's too late. So this has just already been a whole podcast episode in itself. It's already been like 30 minutes, but I'm just going to keep going because I have stuff to say, guys. (laughs) So this next, these next few things, these are like the things that I really journaled about on like Friday morning before I did the acupuncture, like 
I just, it was within like the 10 pages of journaling. These are just kind of like the topics that kept coming up, the things that I really like have been thinking about a lot and just, yeah, just thinking about a lot. Like it's things that I've been having come up over the past like couple of weeks and I just, I want to get them out into the world. So the first thing is feeling your emotions when life gets hectic. And I I talked about this a little bit in that I just like kept putting them off and I would have things like come up and just emergency and, and fire after fire kind of thing. And I would be like, okay, I'm going to like sit down, journal, whatever tonight. And then I'd get to the end of that night and I would feel so drained and then I'd put it off to the next day. And then I'd put it off to the next day. And then like other stuff would come up. And it really got to a point where like all of this stuff had built up and I just was not releasing it in any way, shape or form. And like sometimes I would say most of the time I do this through journaling, but like I also do enjoy like verbally processing things. I like talking to people. Um... Like I will either talk to my best friend or Bobby or my therapist or like sometimes I just pull out my phone and start recording like a voice note of me just like jibber jabbering and rambling. Um, But whatever it is, like getting out those emotions is so beneficial because if not, that's like whenever your body starts to really store them and hold on to them and then like your nervous system gets really shot and like that's when things start going awry and you'll feel it in your body, but then other people and yourself, like you'll you'll notice it through your actions and through your behavior and like you will start reacting, right? And we talk about reactive dogs a lot because I would say the majority of people listening to this have a reactive dog. That's probably what brought you here, but you yourself can be a reactive human. And whenever you don't take care of yourself, you don't decompress, you don't give yourself time to journal or process or move that energy. That's when you become a reactive human and we don't want that. (laughs) So this time, whenever you are just going, going, going and like, not allowing yourself to feel your feelings or not giving yourself time to feel your feelings. That's when shit gets bad. And I think a lot of the time too, like maybe things keep coming up to disrupt you. Like, you know, just things going on in life, right? That's kind of what happened to me. But like I also – sometimes felt like I was just resistant to feeling some of these things. Honestly, like I was a little resistant to like making this podcast and like I knew I was going to, but I kept putting it off. I kept resisting it. And I was thinking about that. Like, why am I resisting it? Why, like, why was I resisting journaling? Why was I resisting like talking about some of these things and just kept holding on to it? And like putting it off basically. And I love the saying that is what you resist persist. And that's been something that I've always heard. But until it actually like comes up in your life and you're aware about it. You don't like realize how big of it, how true that saying actually is. And so I was really resisting like journaling. I was really resisting like even making this podcast and like kind of talking about my feelings again. (laughs) And 
I was like, why, why am I like resisting some of these things? Why do I keep putting it off? And I think it was because, and I'm sure like some of, some of you guys may, may feel this too. It's because you like, don't want to like see the truth. It's because like, you don't want to like get in that discomfort for like even a hot second. And you don't want to, you don't want to be uncomfortable. You don't want to bring up things that might make you feel pain. You don't want to see the truth about some things, right? Because sometimes whenever you're processing, you realize the truth about either yourself or some people or a situation. And like that can be painful and that can be uncomfortable. And sitting with these feelings in general is really uncomfortable, And I did this a lot whenever I was having really challenging times with Layla and her reactivity and her behavior. And I feel like a lot of it was because I was resisting seeing that sometimes it was my own doing, that like I wasn't setting boundaries with her or like I might've accidentally let something happen. And like, instead of being aware enough to be like, these are the places that I can like change and like I can do something about it. I just was like pointing fingers and blaming other people or blaming her. And that like sitting with the uncomfortable and like realizing that like, oh, maybe like I could, like I was, I was in the wrong. That's uncomfortable. And I learned that a lot while I was working through a lot of my own stuff with Layla, like my frustrations and my anger and, you know, a lot of point, like where I pointed my fingers and where I put blame and like how I wanted to just like blame her genetics all the time. And like, yes, that does play a factor, but like, it's not everything. And anyways, what I'm getting at is like, sometimes like processing these feelings can be uncomfortable because the truth comes up. And I, I realized I was resisting it, resisting journaling, resisting feeling my emotions, resisting making this podcast. And I think like inside of me, I was really scared deep down that more things were going to come up that I would either realize or have like a, a, like a light bulb moment about. And like, what if that light bulb moment pointed back to me and made me realize things that I could do better or that I could change or that I need to work on. And then it's just like, crap, more things to work on. Like Jesus Christ, how many things do I need to do? Like I can only do so much at one time kind of thing. And so what you resist persists and getting in this uncomfortable state is so hard and you want to resist it so bad but I swear it only brings good stuff if you allow it. And like, I know I could sit here and like, I'm, I've been having kind of these like aha, like light bulb moments throughout this. And I know I could probably somehow turn it around and be like, well, if only, if only I didn't, if only I wouldn't have done this, or if only Layla would just be an easier dog, or if only Bobby was here to take care of everything or like it like all of these things that I could blame but like no I'm I'm sitting here with this discomfort and I'm being aware of it and like I'm taking accountability for things that I can control and things that I can work on and things that um I I can work on for myself I can work on for others 
things that, you know, maybe I have to realize that I don't have control of some things. And like, that's hard for me. I'm, I'm, I consider myself a recovering perfectionist and like, I want control over everything. And so sometimes it's hard for me to realize like, crap, I I don't have control over that. Like that, that really sucks. And, you know, by, by sitting with these uncomfortable feelings, you, a lot of that comes up. And so it makes sense why we resist it sometimes. And, um, actually somebody was just talking about this. Um, Michelle from the kid in front of you, I think she just posted a reel or a TikTok kind of about this topic of like, they don't teach us how to sit with uncomfortable emotions. And I think she was saying like, she moves through everything like with anxiety because she just like was never taught or never modeled how to like sit with uncomfortable emotions. And honestly, like same here, same, like me too. I really related to that, um, that video that she posted. And I was like thinking to myself, like, how do I, or how do, like, how does she teach her child how to move through these uncomfortable feelings? Like, how do I teach others how to move through these uncomfortable feelings? And I feel like it's really like the, the, the first thing that came to me was by modeling it. And so like, I guess to wrap up this, this part of the podcast is, um, I hope by me kind of like processing some of this and sharing this with you and being vulnerable and honestly doing this while it's kind of uncomfortable for me models to you how to sit with your uncomfortable feelings and how to process it. That's, that's my hope. Um, and a lot of like what I've been going through has, kind of reminded me of, of this time last year. And this time last year, I had my very first like depression episode. I was diagnosed with depression and I moved through my life in, in depression, basically. Like this time last year, I was very, very depressed. And a lot of the things that have been coming up for me kind of remind me of that. And like, I'm not, I don't seem as depressed on the outside as what I did this time last year. Like this time last year, I was taking a lot of naps. I just didn't really have a lot of motivation to do stuff. Like I just did the bare minimum and I, you could kind of like see it through my personality, I think. And this time around, I, I'm not taking as many naps. Like I just feel like I'm constantly like doing things and it might not seem as apparent that maybe I've been moving through some depression, but on the inside, I have felt similar in some ways. A lot of that being how I am as a dog owner and this time last year, I was very unmotivated with Layla. I, like, wasn't really doing a whole lot with her besides just, like, the bare necessities. And I felt very robotic with her, like, just trying to, like, get through the motions. And things sometimes felt like a chore with her. And I've noticed that this past month, like, literally all of those same things that I haven't been as motiv- un- or I haven't been as motivated with her. I have kind of just felt like I'm doing stuff with her to check it off my to-do list. 
I haven't really been like present with her. And the times that I am with her, my brain is just kind of like out in la-la land thinking about like the next thing that's coming up, the next thing that I have to do. And then like I'm in la-la land, something happens on our walk, she reacts, I get frustrated, and then it's kind of this like negative feedback loop. Um, and that that is like pretty much where I was at this time last year as well. Um, however, then I was moving through like really, really low depression right now. I feel like I'm just kind of like, I mean, honestly, like same, if you really think about it, because like, I haven't really been feeling my emotions because I haven't been allowing myself. I've just kind of been, just been like doing thing after thing after thing to kind of like distract me almost, or I don't want to say distract me because some of these things like did come up and like did need my attention. And so it wasn't like I was actively seeking out every opportunity to distract me. Um, But basically like I just wasn't feeling a lot of my emotions. And that's where I was this time last year as well, except it was more from like a numbing perspective. Um, And so being a dog owner, moving through some of these things, especially with a reactive dog, who needs maybe a lot of management and maybe needs like a little bit of extra attention for for their energy outlets, um, it can be really, really hard. And it's one of those places where like I did have to sit with this like uncomfortable emotion and think to myself like I have let myself get into this place and it's now affecting Layla and I feel really guilty about it, and things have, she, like, some bad habits have formed again that really frustrate me and really annoy me, and then, like, whenever I was sitting with it, I kind of realized, well, like, I have kind of let it get to this place, you know what I mean? It's, like, in the moment, the first couple of times, she may bark, and, like, maybe I just don't care or don't care to, like, stop it, um, like, if she's barking at, like, a squirrel or something. Maybe I just, like, don't care to stop it because I, like, really want to get something done with work um, or whatever it is so I can just, like, end my day. And then it, like, happens again the next day and then the next day. And then it's, like, become this, like, really horrible bad habit of hers that, I didn't stop and now I'm super frustrated with her and that's just like one example there's there's others that I could speak on but thinking about it is a little uncomfortable and a little just I mean really uncomfortable because I'm I've realized places where I could be better I could do things um I'm also, it it kind of put me in this position where I realized like I haven't taken a break and I haven't done like self-care and I haven't practiced what I preach and that's uncomfortable. (laughs) Um, so yeah, I, it's, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard being a dog owner with depression in general, but then being like, I guess practicing this self-awareness and realizing some of these things is really hard as well. Um, and anybody who's on this journey, with depression and I assume if you're listening to this that you're a dog owner I hear you I feel you and like everything that you're going through is just 
it's challenging living with depression in general. Having something like a, a child or a dog or a partner who reflects some of these things and mirrors it back and proactively trying to be aware and work on yourself and like feel these things is extremely hard and I just want you to know that it's worth it and like I feel like it's so easy to say that but like it's it's hard to like internalize it and feel it and like actually know that it's worth it that you are doing the work because it is extremely hard at times um and that's gonna get me into my last point I actually have like two other things that I could talk about but I'm gonna save it because this is already a really long podcast episode and it's having the motivation to do something when you don't see like the light at the end of the tunnel and I felt like that a lot with Layla because it was just like when is her reactivity ever going to be fixed when is this behavior ever going to be fixed when are we ever going to get on the other side of this because there's no timeline nothing says like oh by month one or two your dog will be in this place you know what I mean like (laughs) there's no handbook there's no guidebook um And sometimes it can feel like that with your mental health as well. Like, when are you ever going to feel happy? When are you ever going to feel motivated again? When are you ever going to just not feel depressed? Do you know what I mean? And if you're in a state of like depression or anxiety and you you know it and you're trying to work so freaking hard through it or like you're in a really rough place with your dog and you're trying so freaking hard to work through it and you don't know when that day is ever going to come that you're going to be feeling better or that your dog is going to be in a place where you, you feel good about it or you have a good relationship with them or like you have a good relationship with yourself who like whatever I guess I think you guys get the point like when you just don't know when that day is going to come because there's no guidebook there's no rule book there's no like timeline it's not a freaking project where somebody's managing it and like you have a deadline and having that motivation even whenever you like can't actually see the end of the tunnel is really really hard um to just keep going and like be disciplined about it and the only thing that helps me at times is by seeing other people who have gone through it and also like taking inventory of like where you are at today compared to yesterday compared to a month ago because sometimes you don't see especially with your dog if you're training them or you're working through reactivity sometimes you don't see the like small incremental changes that happen over like a week or a month and so it's really defeating at times and I 
see that so much with my depression as well. I went into this season, like this winter season, trying to be so proactive about my depression because I knew I was diagnosed with it. I know the winter's hard. And so I went into this season like being super duper proactive. I had this like great morning routine. I got a happy light. I just like was doing all the things to like basically try and not be depressed (laughs) or not be like as depressed. Um, But it crept in anyways. And I was really frustrated that it crept in. And I had to remind myself like what you resist persists. And I had some days where I felt my feelings and then the next day I felt better. And then like shit kept piling on in February. And like, you know, now I, I am where... I'm going to get acupuncture and having this frequency play and I'm in like this really deep meditation and doing child work and now I'm healed. Woohoo! <laughs> but like seriously, the process of trying to keep motivation whenever you like don't know when that day is finally going to come is extremely hard. And I mean, you like this just can be related to so many things, whether it's mental health, whether it's with your dog, even like if if you're like, I I'm trying to save to buy a house and like I keep saving and then things keep coming up and houses keep coming up, but we aren't able to get the houses or like whatever it is. And then you're like, why am I saving all this money? Because like the universe is just trying to put up all these challenges and like I feel like I'm never gonna buy a house you know what I mean like keeping that motivation to like save up the money in that instance whenever I could spend it on like a million other things is hard you know what I mean it's all freaking hard and like I said just the the things that have gotten me through it are seeing other people that have been through it and are on the, on, are on the other side and can give you hope. And I hope with dog training or having a dog that challenges you, I hope that Layla and I can be that person for you that gives you hope, that like expands you to think like, okay, it is possible. The other thing is taking inventory of where you are today versus like a week ago or a month ago. And like even with with depression, I mean, or or your mental health in general, um like even just comparing where I am today mentally to where I was this time last week mentally is a total game changer. Um, And I didn't know when that was going to happen. And I didn't know how it was going to happen. But I I had faith and motivation that like it was going to happen at some point and to like not give up. And then the the final thing is communication. Communication to yourself, to others. You know, whether it's like you're talking to somebody, you're journaling, just like moving that energy and processing it which has been what this whole podcast is. It's just me like spewing about my life here recently. And so I think this is a good place to wrap it up. Um, If you ever need help processing your emotions, feel free to come to me. 
Um, I will hear you out. I will point you to resources. I will hold a space for you um, in whatever way in whatever way I can do it, whether it's about your mental health, your dogs, your life, your partner, your work, whatever. Um, I hope that like I can be that space for you um, and that sounding board and can give you hope that you can get to the other side at some point. Okay, this is it. I'm wrapping it up. I have talked my little heart out and I've processed some stuff, which is, that was the goal. That was the agenda was this this episode was for me to to get it out there to to get out some stuff um and I do feel better <laughs> so thank you for listening to this processing episode this episode that honestly was probably more so just for myself but thank you for listening I hope you tune in next week and I promise next week there's like it's this this whole realization that I've come to from dog ownership and I'm really excited to share it um it's about the the different versions of fear like unhealthy and healthy fear and I'm really excited to talk about it um so yeah tune in next week I love you all thank you for listening to me ramble my throat literally hurts now I've talked so much so okay (laughs) see you next week Thank you all for listening to another episode of the Dog Mom Mentality Podcast. My name is Caroline. You can find us on Instagram and TikTok at Dog Mom Mentality. And if you haven't already, please make sure to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you are listening. I hope you have a great rest of your day. And if nothing else, I hope you get to play with your dog today. <laughs>